We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome back to another edition of Corn Nations of Bangerangs and Daggers. I am your host, Patrick Gerhardt, and with me co-hosting today is Nate McHugh, and we are waiting on on our newest member and our best member, let's be honest, Kevin Knight. He will be on here shortly. He's running a tad late, which is not a problem. But no, today today is Christmas Eve day. We're recording this, and... You know, we want to be in the holiday spirit. We will talk maybe a little bit of basketball if we get into it. But for the most part, we're going to give you a special episode where we are going to give you the five things we wish for Nebraska. We've historically done this on Coronation with uh, Five Heart. And I think before then, DeTassel and the Cornhuskers. Uh, but that's not going to be happening this year. I think we have Kevin on board, don't we? I think we hey, guys. will. Welcome. You, you. Oh man, we started exactly about oh thirty seconds too early. We're like, he's coming on soon. So, Kevin, welcome. Good to be here. Sorry, Good had a few you. red lights. <laughs> no, not a problem. Not a problem. Where Nate and I live, we we have no red lights. We have no lights. We have so, no lights. That's for we sure. have no lights. Uh, we're just starting. Uh, we're not gonna. This is a special one that I was just saying to the folks, and that we are gonna do our top five wishes for Nebraska. And, you know, just kind of something that we've done historically through coronations, other modes of informational highways. And we're going to be it this year. So us three are going to pick our five wishes for Nebraska. Hopefully they're all good. So without further ado, Nate, why don't you lead us off? Okay. So I don't have these in any any order. I know that 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 makes sense. The big man upstairs is a little upset, but um, I'm not going against his um, commands, but I'm just going to kind of just pick them at random. Number one, that uh, my wish for Nebraska is for Oklahoma and Texas to join the Big Ten. Uh, Then they could be in the West Division, and then we could kick Rutgers out. And uh, who else would we want to kick out? Um, Maryland's not that bad. We could add someone else, but no. But mainly, just Oklahoma and Texas for recruiting um, purposes, and also kind of that really bump up the the, the West Division. And uh, I don't, and I know there's reasons that like Oklahoma requires Oklahoma State to come along and all that crap. I don't care. Or maybe you know Texas won't come because they want their own network and all whatever crap. I don't care. So. Um, this isn't the perfect world. This is just what I want. What I want, wish for Nebraska, and that's going to be for uh, Oklahoma and Texas to join the Big Ten. Nice. I like it. I like it. I don't like Texas per se, but uh, I like where you're going with this. Well, you know, I was just unless you know, you've heard that like Urban Meyer said one of the heart, one of the things that really hurt Nebraska is we left the Big Twelve because we were pulling so many recruits out of Texas, and then we, you know, we could say, oh yeah, we play there every other year at least if not every year you know uh because we had you know texas a&m and texas tech and so uh that's one of the main reasons if if you didn't if i wasn't worried about recruiting then you know we could just keep you know texas you know i 
if we, if I didn't care about football recruiting and get rid of Texas, then I'd probably add Kansas for basketball. I'm sure that'd be, you know, since this is a basketball podcast. Nice. I like it. Kevin, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, uh, this is kind uh, of out of I'll your wheelhouse, them. isn't it? No, I mean, it, it's <laughs> not in, in the sense that one, I don't really want Texas in. I, I know it'd be fun to beat them and all, but I mean, we already expanded the big 10 footprint enough with Maryland and uh, Rutgers and uh, even with Penn state a little bit um, is, is a stretch on the, the footprint. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of adding Texas alone on that. And uh, unpopular opinion, I'd rather not add Oklahoma partly for the geographical region, partly because um, I'm just, sort of stick that whole AAU thing that the Big Ten has, because, I mean, we we do have a um, kind of a, a stuck-up attitude about the academic aspect of uh, the research institutions behind, um, you know, Big Ten schools and whatnot. So I, I'm not super big on that. I, I know it's not necessarily popular in the Nebraska uh, fan base opinion to hold that uh, viewpoint, just because I... I'm well aware of Nebraska's history with Oklahoma and everything. Like I'm, I'm on board with uh, figuring out some way to make them a regular opponent. I'm just not really big on a big fan myself of, of letting him in the Big Ten. But that's just that's just my thoughts. It, it's a uh, it's Nate's wish list, so by all means, he's free to have his wish list. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, I understand. There's there is tremendous issues. <laughs> <laughs> bringing those two to the conference, but I don't have to worry about that because just, just wait. My we list don't, is just, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, my, my list is just getting started. <laughs> so um, there are other issues with my other items. So um, I guess uh, we can move on. Uh, I don't know, Kevin. Do you want to give us your number five or number three or whatever? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll do roughly in order. Um, I actually still have to come up with a fifth thing, so this will allow me to kind of think of one. Um, but for number five, on um, January 19th at 4 p.m. Central Time, I want a win by the Nebraska women's team over Michigan. Nice. Pretty simple. I just want no, them to beat Michigan. So I like uh, that. women's basketball, get a W. No, I learned today that Nebraska women's basketball, they're 10-1 and 1 right now. They haven't played many people, but I guess, I mean, I'm so okay. busy. I think their RPI is like 101. Isn't that what Jill said? Yeah, so they haven't yeah. played anyone, but still... <laughs> Nebraska men, I mean, besides Purdue and Indiana and Creighton, obviously, you know, we, we haven't exactly been beating anybody or anyway, we've been losing to, you know, not exactly powerhouses. So, yeah, I have I definitely would not complain about that, about Kevin's uh, first pick. Yeah. And actually, I thought of my my number, uh, my total five now so i'm I'm all good but uh patrick what's uh yours you're up next right my number 32nd (laughs) is for highway 81 which goes through nebraska north to south from norfolk nebraska to yankton south dakota to be four lane paved or just south of four lane It, it is canada to mexico highway and all of it but that one stretch is four lane. It is two lane and there are no places to pass or anything. It's hilly and I'm tired of driving it 
for miles on end behind trucks going slower than they should. And it would increase interstate commerce and better the area. So my first wish, number 32, would be for Nebraska to make Highway 81 from Norfolk to Yankton four lane. Does that really go from Canada to Mexico? Yep. Really? I did not know that. I learned some today. Good. Nate, your turn. Oh, we're going pretty quick. Okay. Um. All right. Number. Let's see. Okay. You guys will definitely d- agree with this. I know for sure. Um. So we're gonna have to start having beer at um Nebraska sporting events. You know, um, football, everything. Okay. But only Bush Light. That's it. Go ahead with uh, Kevin. If you want to go with your number two, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> uh, my number two. Okay. Well, first off, Natty Light's better, by the way, if you're going to go with cheap beer. But uh, yeah. I wouldn't I'll, complain. I'll, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So if we're skipping ahead to number two, um, I'll make this my number two. I want a Nebraska men's basketball win February 11th at Maryland because I would like to attend an upset win over the Maryland Terrapins, and I already have my tickets uh, for that game. Nice. That's what I'll take. That's that. a good one. Yeah, I, I went to the football game. We got obviously that win. I, I want if a basketball we, win too. If we win and you go to the game, I want you to take. Let's see. They have that giant Maryland flag they they bring down to the student section. I want you to swipe it. Um, I will actually be sitting like one section away from the student section, um, but I'm not gonna even try. That thing is huge. Uh, there, that's a big student section, and I'm not that big of a guy to take on all of them. So I, I I'll take a picture of it next to me and send it to you in the Slack channel, though, Patrick. How's that? Thank, thank you. I would appreciate that. Right. So, is Maryland on your bucket list? That baseball uh, or basketball arena? No, actually, I um I was there in um 2017 when MSU got the win there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So this will be my second time, and then I'll be there February 29th when MSU plays as well. But um, yeah, not as relevant. Very cool. All right, I guess I'm I'm next. My number twelve is that all runses in Nebraska become more uniform because there are some bad runs of restaurants in the state of Nebraska that ruin it for everybody else. That's what I would want. I don't I like, I, I like I, how you guys have no response to any of my answers. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't eat runs. When I go to runs, if I'm going to, it depends. I'm either going to get their there, chicken one. wrap there's one not the far for me that's not good. Okay. It's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd say Amigos is kind of like that. It's like it's either just not good or it's you know or it's really good. But yeah, I, I, I every now and then I'll you know I'll get a Runza, but I don't think they're that great. Yeah, uh, my husband isn't too fond of of Runzas. I always get the Runza when we go, and he always gets a cheeseburger and fries. So. They've got we, don't, we don't hit too many runs. Us. Um, I always drag him to Raising Cane's whenever we're back in the state at least once, preferably twice every trip. Easier now that they have one in Fremont. There you go. Hmm. There you go. Nate, give us another good one. Okay. Um, 
So, okay, here we go. I want a blockade or a blackout that for all highlights from the 70s, 80s, and 90s of football until we win a conference championship. So there will be no posting of highlights on Twitter, on Facebook, or any other forms of social media that we forget and we can't talk about, oh, those teams from the 90s or things like that until we win a conference championship. I am tired of seeing highlights of Nebraska football with grainy picture and you know cut-off jerseys from the 90s because we're so, we've been so bad. I'm like, yeah, we get it. We were good back then, and guess what? We're not right now. And I'm tired of being reminded how long it's been since we were good. And uh, so – for uh, Christmas, I would uh, my wish is that there's a blackout of all highlights of those three uh, decades. If you want to throw in the early 2000s, that's fine. You know, if, you know, if there aren't there isn't much there. <laughs> Same thing for the, uh, the 2010s. You know, because we're trying to get a list going on highlights. And last night, I actually watched a YouTube video of the top 10. Nebraska plays in the 2010s and they're all like either losses or like uh, barely beating McNeese state, you know? So I just, I'm just tired of it. So that, that's one, that'd be my third one, I guess. I would not have a problem with that. I hate restrictions. I hate rules, but um, yeah, let's at least keep the odds in or late, late odds because, you know, at least we have Sue. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, how this only went 2009 that team and then on, you know. I guess because there's not much. There's not much. So that'd be my number three. I don't know. Obviously, that no one would ever go for that, but I'm just getting tired of seeing it. Point taken. Point taken. That's Kevin, fair. my my fine sir. All right, so I'm I'm gonna cheat a little bit and do my number four and three and a half together, and I reserved to still have a one and a three. So my four and my three and a half um, is on number four is on January 28th in PBA. And my three and a half is on March 5th at Chrysler arena. I want the men's basketball team to completely stomp and cut the heart out of Michigan with like a 45 point blowout win in both games. Utter decimation. Kevin, Again, do we need to do a pod? We just kind of talk about your demons with Michigan. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it makes for good content. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think it, it sounds, it would sound like, you know, somewhat, uh, um, getting things off of his chest, you know, like, uh, what's it? It, it's cathartic, you know. This yeah, is, cathartic. This is yeah, cathartic. Yeah, cathartic. This is a good thing. I like it. I'm la- I'm gl- I'm glad he can do this because it's honestly, it's not only for him, but I'm learning a lot as as these weeks go on. So, <laughs> I mean, I can always just do a podcast where I wax poetic of all the different coaches and programs and things that are fun to either hate on or make fun of in the Big Ten. Like, I mean, you know. Oh, we're doing it now. Yeah, I mean, oh, that'd be I, so good. Yeah, I mean, how many wonderful gifts are there out there of Fran McCaffrey freaking out and kicking his clipboard off the scorer's table or, 
you know, terrifying a person at the scorer's table of slamming something down right in front of them unexpectedly. And there's just, there's so many wonderful things in this big, big conference, uh, you know, that's not properly math wise named to, to focus on. It's, it's just, it's a fun conference. No, I'm fully down. I like this idea. We, we got to make this happen. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Okay, my next one, number 32, is bringing back those those horseshoe collars that linebackers used to wear back in the day. Oh, you yes. Know, those big yes. poppy things. Those have got to come back. Linebacker, being a badass linebacker has, has dropped considerably since they removed those. And I'm sure there's a legitimate reason. In fact, there's got to be a legitimate reason why they no longer use them or need them, I should say. But I think the position has lacked without it. So I want to bring those things back. Do they come in conjunction with uh, 1990s style, like four times too big shoulder pads? Oh, yeah. Might as well. They, they go together. Oh, go perfect. Together. It, perfect. It adds at least 30 pounds onto you, so. Well, you also need the face mask or the uh, the visor as well. So, see so if you had the visor, the the the, the uh, horse collar, and the big pads. I think that's what we need. And the little towel in front wrapped around your belt. Yep, and the cut off jersey that's stopped. Oh that's, my uh, God. Yeah, this, this is great. <laughs> oh, let, let's uh, let's also add. Um, you guys remember in Little Giants when they used the like. I, I forget what they were, diet pills or something to make themselves foam at the mouth. Yes. Uh, I think I that was Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, well, one of those would be good, too. <laughs> we'll, just make, we'll just make it a package. Uh, so, yeah. Nate, what's your next one? And so, um, kind of piggybacking off of my last one, I actually, and this is so that I guess this would be a 3.5, um, I want that memory eraser from the Men in Black, a neural analyzer or neuralizer. Neuralizer, yeah. Yeah, just so, so we can forget about the past 17 years or whatever. It's been uh, 19 years. I don't know, whatever. But uh, moving on, um, my number two is a DeLorean um, from uh, you know Back to the Future. And I want Nebraska fans to be able to get in and fast forward to whatever point that we that Nebraska football starts winning um, again because I think it's probably not going to happen next year and I and I just want to get past that point and just fast forward to the the time the you know when we actually are competing for a division you know type of deal so uh, so it's time travel I guess that'd be number two so DeLorean with a flux capacitor added on yes it requires a flux capacitor and it. It goes up to 88 miles an hour, so you need a decent road. And for uh, Back to the Future, time travel to actually make sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, I don't care how, how we have to do it. We just need to be able to do it. We need to make the laws of physics work. Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe Kevin can fix that in his next one. Kevin, what's your next one? Uh, so my next one also has to do with travel, but um, my number three is modern modes of travel. Of I want a bare bones, dirt cheap, um, not not Spirit or anything. No, like legacy carrier, like American, Delta, or United. I don't care who, even Southwest. Um, direct flight from one of the DC airports, preferably DCA to Lincoln. And just have every single flight that they offer daily 
dirt cheap. Like the Vegas to Grand Island flights that are like 120 bucks. Yeah, like, like uh, that one's on Allegiant, I believe. But um, yeah, like, like that, but on a legacy carrier. Um, That'd be awesome. I love Lincoln's yeah. airport. So easy to get in and out. Did, didn't they used to have a direct flight from Omaha? To, oh, no, they, they do. They um, do. They have, yeah, they have direct on Delta and Southwest in and out of DCA. It used to be Frontier and U.S. Airways. United um, had one for a while. Yeah, that one would have been in and out of Dallas. I'd, I'd rather avoid Dallas, to be honest. Um, yeah, Dallas okay. is their hub out here. Um, American is hubbed at uh, DCA, uh, Reagan National, and BWI is Southwest hub. But Southwest actually does a direct out of DCA, and American does, or uh, not American, Delta took over the U.S. Airways route when U.S. and Air American merged as part of the deal. Um U.S. gave up a couple flights, and that was among them. Um, but then Delta took it over, and Frontier dropped it when they moved to the super discount carrier model. Um, but Southwest picked it up like a year later. I and that's it. usually what we fly, but I'd, I'd rather just have a direct one to Lincoln that's dirt cheap because the the Omaha ones can be hit or miss on whether they're a good deal or not. It, my When I visited, or when I went to... Washington D.C. My parents bought plane tickets to Dulles, and then I, and I was just me by myself. And I was like, okay, now I need to figure out how to get from Dulles to Union Station. And <laughs> just so people know, it's a lot, a lot more difficult <laughs> than going flying into Reagan and then getting the Union Station, especially when you're a kid who's never spent substantial amount of time out of the state of Nebraska. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, now f figure out how you're going to get to Union Station from Dulles, and it's not fun. So oh, it's, only, it's only a half hour. It'll be easy. Nah, no, not not even in light traffic, a half hour. Not even I'm just close. Saying on a, on, I'm, I'm just saying on a map, you know, like yeah. coming from Nebraska, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you measure distance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, hey, I'm from a place pretty much just as rural as you guys in Michigan. So, I mean, I trust me, I know. It was a big adjustment when I first moved here. Um but actually, uh, Dulles will be the easiest to get to compared to BWI uh, starting. Supposedly, the Silver Line is finally going to finish the uh, second phase, uh, which includes a Dulles stop. Um, the, FYI, the Silver Line is the newest metro line. goes out into Loudoun County in Virginia. Um, currently, it's only open to Wheelie-Reston East, uh, which has a then direct shuttle bus that you can pay like 10 or 15 bucks uh, one way for uh, direct access to Dulles. But when the Silver Line opens, supposedly next August is the current date that it's being pegged for, you would be able to take the metro all the way into downtown to whichever other metro line you would switch to in Union Station's case, you'd switch at Metro Center uh, to get on the red line, which is the one that I live on. Um, but then BWI, you can take a shuttle bus to the Amtrak Mark rail station and take either the Mark, the Maryland Regional Commuter or the Amtrak uh, into Union Station, which is actually pretty easy. Um, just the shuttle bus can take a while sometimes. And then, of course, DCA has its own uh, metro stop and is easy access via Uber uh, into downtown since it's right there. So for anybody visiting the nation's capital in the next uh, calendar year or two. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, for that. Thank you for that. It gave me time to finish War and Peace. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're fine. Okay. All right. My next one, number 67. 
is for Valentino's to be replaced by Yaya's Pizza mm. of Lincoln. In I, Memorial Stadium and all Husker events. That'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. As long as I can still get Valentino's every now and then, yeah, I'd be totally fine with having Yaya's Pizza instead of Valentino's at sporting events. I don't think I've ever well, had Yaya. It's good. Check it out next time you're in Lincoln. Okay, I'll try. I'll try to pry uh, my husband away from uh, Valentino's. He's a big fan. They've got a bajillion. I mean, I like Valentino's. I just like Yaya's better. And they've got a bajillion really good beers at their place okay. on O Street. Yeah, no, check out Yaya's. It's a cool little hipster place. It's all. So yeah, sixty-seven. Nate, what's next? Your last one. My last one. Yep. I want to dramatically renovate Memorial Stadium, and and people are not going to like it because I want. Oh, let's say just for a number's sake that let's say one row, um, Memorial Stadium has twenty seats. Let's say I want that to be 17, 16 seats. So that means you, four season ticket holders probably are going to lose their, lose their season tickets because. I have zero interest. I'm a big guy. I have zero interest in going to these games and being packed in there like sardines. And I think that's one of the, you know, that and parking, I think, is kind of a, one of the main things. Because guess what? I'm a lot more comfortable sitting on my couch than going to a game where not only, you know, am I packed in left to right, but then the people in front of me, for whatever reason, always get those seats. And so they feel like they can just lean all the way back into my legs. And I make sure that I give them a good old knee to the back because guess what? I'm, you know, I'm six foot three and, you know, my knees go a little further out than other people. And I don't really want to knee them in the back. But so I guess, you know what? Well, I want to get rid of those chairs. Can we just do that at least? So, uh, sorry, I'm venting a little bit, but that, that, that'd be my, uh, I guess my last wish is to, Make it more comfortable to sit in a Memorial Stadium. Nate, I would totally give you a hug right now if I was next to you, but you'd have to bend over, and I wouldn't want to hear you bitch about it. <laughs> oh, I have no problem bending over. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a legitimate one, and that, kind of le- that, that, that will lead into my last one. So, All right, Kevin. Okay, I'm I, I'm uh, I'm a fan of that. Although I would change it to uh, add or add in um, jig it around so that way you have more rows in more total rows seating along the sideline and less in the end zones. There's way too many, uh, way too much of the capacity is in the end zones. Uh, unpopular opinion. I, I'm not saying reduce capacity. I'm just saying like. If you could just completely redo the stadium, do it so that way you have more sideline seating and less end zone seating correspondingly. Because, I mean, who likes end zone seating, honestly? Nobody. <clears throat> but. <laughs> but it has a place. <laughs> I'm not saying that it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying if you could increase capacity along the sidelines, it would be. Uh, well, hypothetically, if you look at all these stadiums when they were first built, a vast majority of them did not have end zone seating. Very Why? true. Because nobody wanted to be in there. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, so my number one is uh, the Title IX requirements for the walk-on program be damned. I want a damn hockey team. 
Give me a hockey team, Bill Moose. I'd love to have a hockey team. I would go be to, awesome. I'd probably buy That's, season tickets. Oh, I'd be awesome. Know. I would love Husker hockey. It's such a Is fun that... sport. They have the club team. They do well at the club level. We have a Big Ten hockey uh, league, which Notre Dame is even in. We need more Big Ten hockey teams. Add a hockey team, Bill Moose. You add women too, for that matter. So that way, it, it keeps Title it line. fairly even. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with a women's hockey team too. I just want, I want hockey. Bring me hockey. I'm game. Make it happen, Bill Moose. You're here. Okay. Last one. My last one. It kind of goes into yours, Nate. Kind of. We tear down Memorial Stadium. <laughs> we rebuild it to a capacity of about fifty to sixty thousand. Okay. We make it very steep to keep the sound mm. in. Yes. We model it after the Yale Bowl. A little bit deep, built like a Coliseum type thing. Steep to keep the sound in. We take the student section and we put it and we make them basically the first I don't know, 10, 15 rows all the way around the stadium. So the students are the closest to the field on all sides. And then you put everybody above them. Night lights, to, so where you can do the lights, Kind, you know, the fancy new lights like everybody has, or like I, I guess us and Bama and whoever else, Georgia, um, the LEDs, you know, t and make them to where they can do anything they want putting the most state-of-the-art sound system around the stadium that's not in certain sections, and you take out all video boards and no Wi-Fi. In fact, it is a cell phone dead zone. That's what I would do. And you would probably make that stadium into one of the most scariest places for an opposing team to come into. That's what I would do for my last wish. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Make it more intimidating. Like the fans are on top of you. I guess the Utah Jazz, that their um, base basketball arena is kind of like that, where they feel like they're on top of you. I haven't been there, but supposedly that's what it's like. I know that's one thing that they specifically built uh, Little Caesars Arena to replicate was the steepness of Joe Louis Arena and how on top of you uh, the fans felt when you were on the rink. Um, they tried to replicate that with uh, the new arena. Too bad it hasn't worked. Well, I mean, <laughs> they need to have a product on the ice and on the court for the Pistons, for that matter, because the Pistons joined them. You need to actually have a product worth having people show up for because they they don't show up, and that's why it, it doesn't work. <laughs> so there we are. Our top five wishes from all three of us for the greater nebraska not just the athletic program but also the state as we kind of diverged from the main topic but anyway that's all we have for today hopefully you enjoyed this podcast hopefully you're enjoying your time with your friends and family on this joyous christmas holiday season we're also in the middle of hanukkah right now so merry christmas happy hanukkah and we wish you all a very good very very good new year anything else guys amen yeah all right. Thanks for listening. Bye.